Hello and welcome to the Littlest Podcast, a podcast in which myself and my friend Katie watch every episode of the Littlest Hobo and talk about them one by one. <laughs> I forgot about the Canadian part and then I stalled. It's okay. We're going to keep going. <laughs> just just ADR it in. <laughs> yeah, like the hobo would. Exactly. Super clear and crisp. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. all of a sudden, just Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Um, how you doing, Katie? Good. How are you? Good. <laughs> are you ready for today's episode? I let's talk about it. Okay. Yep. Today's episode is called Mystique, and the description says an unethical hypnotist influences a model's behavior. Um, it first aired March fifth, nineteen eighty-one. Mm-hmm. Ready to dive in? Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> we start off. Yep. We're right outside a big building. Yes, we are. Hobo be walking. He <laughs> strutting down that street. Strutting down the street. A man and a woman come out of the building, and they hail a cab at the exact same time. Yep. We cut. Yep. We go inside the building, presumably. <laughs> it seems so. And we meet the evil Dr. E. Henshaw, <laughs> yes. who is immediately evil. Oh, he is the creepiest of creeps. He's um, like creeping on them from the window. Yeah. His name is creepy. He's creepy. The music's creepy. It's all creepy. Everything. Super evil. Henshaw, <laughs> evil. That's what you need to know. Yes. <laughs> He's talking to a woman on the phone. He's talking to her about planting a new suggestion on what we're going to find out is the woman who just left. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, while he's talking, he has like a like a Leica camera, yeah. and he just starts taking pictures of the wall with it. I know. He's just like clicking the button. It makes this. It makes like the shutter sound yeah. every time. I have a feeling it's going to work perfectly. Which is important. It is. That sound is important. But yep. I hope he enjoys his picture, <laughs> pictures wall. of the wall. I mean, even if you're just doing it for the sound, take a picture of something. Yeah, <laughs> yourself. <laughs> take a selfie. Selfie. Take shots of your office. <laughs> take a selka. There you go. <laughs> a selka? Is that what you called it? <laughs> Self-camera. Another uh, way to say selfie. <laughs> okay. Um, go out, with the lingo. <laughs> outside, the cab rolls up, and the yeah. man and the woman... Or like they both try and get in. The man's like, "Wait a second! I know who you are. Yeah. You're famous model Heather yeah. Atkinson." Yeah, he's a fan. He's a fan of this model. Yeah, well, the '80s were the supermodel era. Supermodel era. Okay. So I don't know when in the '80s, but we'll say '81. So he strikes up a deal with her, and the deal yeah. is she can have the taxi cab if mm-hmm. he can take some pictures of her. Yes. And she's like, "Sure." Why not? All right. So he takes out his camera, <laughs> yeah. which is a nice. I was like, he's got like a good camera. Yeah. I'm, I guess maybe in that building. It's just right? all photographers. <laughs> the whole first floor photographers. 86 floors, all photographers. <laughs> yeah. Well, except for like the 23rd floor. There's a tanner in there. We're not sure how that happened. Yeah. You know, it's been there since the building. We can't kick him out. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in his contract. I mean, he's real good. Have you seen like <laughs> yeah. leather top notch? <laughs> so good. <laughs> Make her cases out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, he starts taking pictures and Heather starts like freaking out. She, yeah. She kind of gets like a blank stare. She stops smiling. She drops her bag. The man notices too. He's like, mm-hmm. no, no, smile, smile. I like, know. That's, yeah. Smile for me. <laughs> You're a model. Smile, smile for me now. <laughs> He's very demanding. Um, Hobo rolls up, mm-hmm. grabs her bag, and like pulls her away. Yeah. She gets into the taxi and she kind of snaps out of it. And the guy's like, okay, well, <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I guess I got my photos. That's what. That's what I asked yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> so she's she tells the cabbie where to go. And yeah. she's like, Oh, thanks so much, dog. You're handsome. I <laughs> she does call him handsome. It's in the contract. Yep. Uh, she asks if he wants to be her beau. Yeah. She's like, Do you want to be my beau? And the cab the cab driver <laughs> is like, Lady, I don't even know ya. <laughs> yeah. 
And she's like, no, no, I was talking to the dog. And he's like, oh, excuse me. Yeah. It's like, holy, so much sass from this guy. I know, right? This cabbie is like, okay. Just, you just drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, where he's driving her to is, I think it's a mall. I th- oh, it's, it's she calls it Exhibition Hall. Okay. Um, yeah, it's basically a mall. It's a mall, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so she shows up. She's like, hey, I'm sorry I'm late. Like, yeah. things are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to meet Richard now. Yes. Richard is a photographer. Uh-huh. And he's wearing, a, like, a wicked light brown oh, leather vest. Yep. Probably from the Tanner on the 23rd oh, floor. <laughs> Great work. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Makes vests. <laughs> exactly. He, um... He kind of reminds me of like Chandler Bing a little bit. He's got like the yeah. brown hair and the oh, vest. Yeah. And he's kind of like stocky, like that lanky kind of yeah, guy. Definitely he doesn't some... act like him. He's no. just aesthetically, if you're trying to picture him in your head, <laughs> picture like a young Chandler <laughs> Bing. Yeah, that, that's a good description. He's taking pictures of another model. Yeah. Her name is Shelly. Yes. Shelly, how old would you say Shelly is? 25. Yeah. It's hard to tell, right? It is very hard to tell, especially in that era of like the big hair, lots of makeup. She's definitely over like 30. She's older for a model. Yeah. 40. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's older, anyways. Mm -hmm. So our woman runs off. Heather, she runs off to go get changed. Richard gives her some flack. He's like, breakfast in bed or something. I was going to say, he's like the asshole photographer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so he like helps Shelly up the stage and he's like, man, those young models. And she's like, well, she's young and un- inexperienced, Richard. And he's like, unlike you. She's young and inexperienced, Richard. Unlike you. I'm like, damn. Wow, wow Richard. <laughs> yeah. No wonder she does what she does. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Um, Heather, anyway, she runs by the other person you need to know in this episode. Yes. Jonathan. Just, mm-hmm. Jonathan's on the phone. He's talking to the people for Mystique, the which perfume. is a perfume brand. Yep. And he's like, we've got two girls. Either of them could be like the figurehead, the yeah, representation for your perfume. Yeah. But he's like, yes, yes, Heather does have something very special. So it seems like they're leaning hard yeah. towards Heather. Yeah. Um, Not because she's younger, but she's got something special. She's got something special, <laughs> presumably. It's her youth. Yeah, I was going to say, her youth. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Heather comes out in like oh, it's, a space toga. It is a glitter, purple, glittery, one-shoulder cape and leggings. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it is just beyond. It's like a s- superhero outfit, but like so yeah, 80s it's, yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's amazing it's a sight to see <laughs> i kind of love it no one should ever wear it but no <laughs> I no i kind of love it she hops up on stage they have this like makeshift stage they've made yeah. with like the perfume backdrop and it's very 80s it's again like, yeah three or four feet yeah. off the ground you kind of walk up to it mm-hmm. and uh richard immediately starts to take pictures of yeah. her start yelling at her you see yeah, he starts doing the austin powers <laughs> yeah he's like yes yes <laughs> yeah, no no like no <laughs> <laughs> you're a tiger baby you're <laughs> a tiger yeah. he actually calls her he goes that's it spacey fox yeah spacey fox i love that <laughs> that's what they're going for that's I guess. my one goal in life that's my goal for this year i just want to get someone to call me a spacey <laughs> fox i guess i don't count because i know you so. know <laughs> on their own i have to try and lead them to it somehow make that happen be like what kind of Good animal luck. do i remind you of <laughs> yeah. and they're like uh badger I'm like no <laughs> no think think yeah. a little more you know like like an iguana? No, no, I think it like, you know, like usually they're red. Lobster? No, you know, like they got Gaffer. ears, you know, you know. 
fox, red panda yeah <laughs> fox yeah right yeah 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 like a fox in uh like what do they call the atmosphere above it's like <laughs> and they said the word space <laughs> yeah said the word right. fox put them together <laughs> space fox yeah, yeah. <laughs> close enough <laughs> i'll take it i'll get it i'll get it in 2020 <laughs> yeah um so he also says, the cosmic, cosmic wind, wind is blowing and wafting magic, magic perfume all around you. I guess that's how they get them in the groove. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's deep into the story. It is not working, though. No. Because no. Heather immediately starts, like, phasing out again. Yeah, that the same thing is happening when she hears the shutter. We hear the yeah. shutter sound. It, he Richard gets really angry she's not smiling. Yes, he keeps yelling at her to smile. Yeah. Don't um, do that. Meanwhile, Shelly is sitting behind them on yeah. like one of those wooden director chairs, and she's got this like little dog in her lap, oh, yeah. and she's just smiling. She's such maniacally. an evil villain. Yeah, like I guess it couldn't be a cat because that was too like on the too, nose. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a dog. <laughs> um, so Richard instructs Heather to like back up, back up a bit, yeah. back up a bit. So she starts backing up, but then she doesn't stop backing up. Yeah. So she's going to go off the edge. Ah, no. But luckily, Hobo jumps up and saves her. Yeah, he stops her from falling. And then Richard, like three seconds later, is like, oh, oh, no. You she suddenly is fell. being so nice. Like, He's like... <laughs> Jonathan, who was like 20 feet away from the fo- on the phone, <laughs> yeah. hangs up the phone and gets to her faster <laughs> than Richard, who's like six feet away. Yeah, who's right there. <laughs> Doesn't care. <laughs> nope. Absolutely. Nope. No cares. Nope. So they're like, okay, uh, we'll we'll do the bigger shots tomorrow. Like, yeah. you, you go get well. Clearly Something's something is wrong. wrong. Yeah. So Heather goes back to the the changing room. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shelly immediately gets on the phone. Yeah. An earshot of everyone. I was gonna say she doesn't even go to a different phone. No. Right there. It's like a payphone sitting yeah. right next to the stage, <laughs> and she calls up Doctor Henshaw, and she's like, "Everything's working, <laughs> darling." And he's like, "Of course it is. I'm super smart." Yeah. Also, I'm we're both best. evil. Ha <laughs> 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 Yeah. Uh, Hobo is watching and listening. Yep. He's just chilling out. Mm-hmm. Um. While he's doing that, he steals a scarf from her bag. Yes. Mm-hmm. And takes it to the back. Uh, in the back, Jonathan and Heather are, are talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan's making sure Heather's all right. Like, yeah. what happened out there? She's <laughs> like, I don't know. I just blacked out. And, don't remember and anything. And came to. Yeah. yeah. Hobo brings the scarf. They are like, oh, yeah, it's Shelly's. She's like, well, I'll take it back to her. Clearly, Hobo's trying to, like, Tell her. bring <laughs> Heather to <laughs> Shelly so she can overhear because Shelly's stupid enough to talk about her <laughs> yeah. evil plans. So over close. the phone in front of everyone. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she brings it back to Shelly. And, and when she does, Shelly, like, sees her coming and suddenly just, like, pretends that she's talking to, like, her housekeeper. Her housekeeper, yeah. yeah. Something about dusting or whatever. She's like, make sure you dust everything tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. Goodbye. <laughs> Not suspicious at all, yeah. Shelly. <laughs> um, she gets her scarf back. She kind of gives the hobo, like, a glare. Yeah, she knows something's up with that dog. Yeah. She's super fake nice. I think before we go any further, we should talk about this episode doesn't make any real sense. None. Like, and usually you can kind of figure out what the hobo is trying to do. Yeah. I cannot figure out what the hobo is trying to do in this episode. No. Because what ultimately happens really has, he has such a small part in it. Very, he does like one significant thing. And and like, usually when the hobo fails, which he does. He does occasionally fail, yeah. They make a point of showing that it failed. Yeah. So that, you know, there's a dramatic payoff when he finally succeeds. Yeah. He fails a whole bunch in this, but I'm not, I I shouldn't say he fails. He just doesn't doesn't succeed a bunch of times. And I'm not, but I'm not sure what he's trying to do. Like with the scarf, is he (laughs) trying to bring... Heather to Shelly so she'll overhear? Yeah. Or is he trying to give her the scarf to be like, hey, Shelly's a suspect? Yeah, she's the one who did this to you. Problem is, Heather's super dumb. She's 
they definitely play the dumb blonde model stereotype yes. in this episode. Like, yeah, and no one else there is actually all that much smarter. No, they're so all pretty dumb. It's like the dog is the smartest. <laughs> he's living he's overthinking thing. how to tell yeah. them what's going on. When he really should, like, <laughs> should get an etch a sketch and like <laughs> yeah. draw it out for them. Like, yeah. just because this is gonna happen. Like the what is happening? We'll explain it right now. What is happening is Doctor Henshaw is hypnotizing Heather. Yeah. So that when he she hears the camera sound, she's mm-hmm. going to black out. Yep. That will sabotage her career as a model so that Shelly, who Dr. Henshaw is in a romantic Some sort of relationship. financial yeah. relationship with, yeah. will get the Mystique contract mm-hmm. and then they'll both be rich somehow. I guess so. Yeah. They'll both get what they want. I guess. That's the plan. That is the plan. It's not the best of plans. No. But that that's what that's that plan is actually the most like concrete believable part of this episode Most thought out thing yeah nothing else makes a whole lot of sense nothing. so just fair warning as we go on yeah there's a yeah nope it's not that the hobo's failing <laughs> it's just it's no just, nah. it's just not nothing is working no nope. um anyways john shows up and he's like hey i gotta run yeah shelly's gone she's like I'm, yeah. i gotta go talk to somebody john's like i gotta run you're doing great, Heather, even yeah. though she's not. not. Not at all. He's like, if you ever need to talk to me, here's my personal card. Yeah. She takes her card, and his card, and she's like, oh, you live like just down the road She says me. the exact address yes. out loud. Like and then yes. <laughs> 629 Galt or something. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And he, she's like, you live just down the road. And he's like, well, then don't be so sad, neighbor. You know, yeah. smile. And don't be so sad, neighbor. Smile. And I'm like, oh, man, you're smooth. <laughs> He is such a smooth customer. Also, okay, the photographer is allowed to tell her to smile in the duties of his photography yes. thing. Otherwise, don't tell a woman to smile. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. And she's she's having a rough go. <laughs> and she's had a really bad day. Yeah. Don't tell her to smile. She just inexplicably blacked out <laughs> yeah, and almost, almost died. died. <laughs> like, calm down. Buck up. But he is Come on, sm- sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just smile. Yeah. <laughs> um, we cut to Dr. Henshaw's office. Yes. Could he look any more evil? No. He is super evil. So evil. Do you recognize this actor? I, he has been in another Hobo Yes, he has. As a bad guy, right? Yes, he has. Yes. He is the guy who runs the electronics company in Stand In. Oh, yes. The evil guy who's yeah. like, yeah, hired the people to break in and. Yeah, steal the whatever. He's evil in everything. And I, when so I IMDb him, he's in another episode. Really? Like another episode of The Hobo <laughs> in the future. I don't remember which one. <laughs> so he's going to show up again. He better be playing someone evil again. Definitely. Typecasting. Yeah. 100% got that evil face. Um, He's sitting there and he's playing with like one of those like little, like those like Newton motion machines or whatever yeah. he's just sitting at his desk doing, doing nothing. nothing yeah heather shows up she's mm-hmm. like hey sorry i'm unexpected mm-hmm. he's like yeah you are come on in anyways though <laughs> next I'm time like, make an appointment yeah like, jesus man she's probably paying you a lot of money <laughs> right? you're and her you're, doctor you're not doing anything so um anyways hobo shows up yeah dr henshaw has just he just has to do it he <laughs> says what's this handsome animal what's this handsome animal it's in the contract. It's in the contract. But that's like two, <laughs> two in, in one, one episode. episode. I think maybe because there was none in the last episode. Right. Got to make up for it. Um, <laughs> anyways, 
there's a great part where he's like, no, no, I'll see you. I'll see you now. We have like yeah. a minute or two. He reaches over and hits an intercom, <laughs> which we don't see. No. And then he talks to somebody who doesn't answer. No. So I'm thinking, A, there's no intercom, <laughs> and B, there's no one he's talking to. He's just faking the whole thing. Yeah. And I don't know if that's – it's got a, definitely a show thing, but yeah. I like to think it's also a real-life thing. <laughs> yeah. Where like somebody's put the hypnotic suggestion in his yeah. mind that he actually has an intercom and a secretary. Yeah. Just as a joke, a little hypnotist yeah, joke. Yeah. <laughs> a little prank. It's so good. It is good. Uh, there is no intercom. No, none. Yeah. So Henshaw takes Heather over, sits her down, and starts hypnotizing her. Yeah. Do you know anything about hypnotism? Not a whole lot. I mean, no, I really don't. The closest I know about hypnotism is Darren Brown. So. Right. Is that like the stage hypnotism? or? Well, he does a bunch of mentalism, including some hypnotism. Right. So, so hypnotism, yeah. I did some research into hypnotism because I, I knew a little bit about it, but not a yeah. lot. Um, one of the things about hypnotism, there's like two different theories as to what it's actually doing. Yeah. Like the prevailing one seems to be that it's, you're guiding someone to like an altered um, uh, conscious state mm-hmm. so that like they're more... Not necessarily prone to suggestion, though you can make suggestions, but they're more focused. Like it's more yeah. of a laser focus because yeah. they're not using all their senses to try and figure out what's going on all the time. Yeah. Um, anyways, the one thing that everyone seems to agree on is that hypnotism takes a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly takes more than the 20 seconds it's, it takes Dr. Henshaw. Very fast. <laughs> and it's not like he says a code word that like puts her back into a hypnotic stance. Yeah. Like uh, he just starts talking to her. <laughs> And then he's like staring to this light and he turns on a light for her um, and he starts to give her instructions with the camera. Yeah. And he's like, when you hear the sound of this camera, you will black out. You will forget what you're doing. And Hobo's like standing there the whole time. Could bark, Hobo. Could bark. Well, he starts to bark. He goes yeah. over and unplugs the light he and does. then starts barking. And Dr. Henshaw takes a moment to be like, shut up. You can, <laughs> I can't stop me. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Um, to which I wonder why the hobo just doesn't bite him. I know, right? Like, we know he will. He's yes. He's done it before. Pounce on yeah, him. Yeah, he's pounced on people, so. You know, I'm sure he can bite. Absolutely. This would be the time. Anyways, Henshaw wakes up Heather. Yep. He's like, how do you feel? She's like, wonderful. Yeah. He's like, here, so take good. this tape cassette. Play it at home. <laughs> you'll feel much better. Yeah. Sends her on her way. So once again, the hobo fails to do anything. He just watches the whole thing go down. Unplugs the light, barks, doesn't do anything. No. I, I keep saying it's not a failure, but this one is kind of is, that is there's straight up failure. Plenty of things he could have done. Yes. Yes. We go to Heather's home. Yeah. And boy, what a home it is. It's a okay. <laughs> Heather has a tape deck, throws the tape in closes it presses play it's henshaw talking to her he's like yeah, close your eyes begin to relax listen to my voice hobo stops the tape <laughs> heather gets up and it's like how did that happen she's, she's so dumb <laughs> pops the tape back in they make her so dumb <laughs> sits back down yeah hobo just slams the tape over again. again yeah she's like boy it must be something wrong with, with the tape. tape yeah definitely not the dog sitting right next to the tape deck. yeah absolutely not no um <laughs> Anyways, she's like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a bubble bath. Yep. So she goes to take a bubble bath. She Let's talk. the phone? What's that? She brings the phone with she her. She brings the phone with her, yes. <laughs> the phone all the way up the stairs. Up the stairs. Two flights of stairs. <laughs> like, how long is this phone cord? And Hobo immediately unplugs the phone. He does. Yeah, yeah. he unplugs it. Her house has a bunch of rainbow cloths hanging from the ceiling. Just because. They're not blocking anything but yep there are 10 magazines on her table yep 
And there is a painting behind her couch of two people, one of which is blue, <laughs> holding hands with a cat that is standing on its hind legs. Yep. This is the kind of person Heather is. I don't know what's happening. I don't either. And I don't like it. <laughs> no. It's like they went to like a flea market and were like, yep, that. that." I mm. think they found the house like this. <laughs> I think this is in the GTA. <laughs> They're just like, we're going to film in your this house. This is it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll let us film for free? All right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's good karma, you know? <laughs> yeah, just, you know. Put this stone <laughs> under your tongue. Uh, lady, we're not. Mm. We're here just to, to shoot a show <laughs> yeah. that stars a dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, clean up the fur from the belief. So she goes to take a bath. Hobo unplugs the phone. Yeah. Total serial killer move. Absolutely. Um, he starts barking, so she comes yeah. back down. Yeah. And she's like, oh, do you want out? So she lets him out, uh-huh. and then she says something like, I'll leave the door a little bit open so you can get back in. Lady, your phone is disconnected. You're in a bubble bath upstairs. Don't leave your front door open. And you live Lock in a that city. Thing. You live yeah. in a giant city. Yes, you're a supermodel. You're a supermodel in People a People know where you city. live. <laughs> Why is she so dumb? <laughs> Do you want to die? That is basically asking for someone to come and kill you. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, anyways, Hobo's like, cool, comes right back in. <laughs> I was going to say, it's his plan all along. <laughs> steals the tape. Yep. And then he takes it over to Jonathan's house. The hobo has, like, internal GPS. Yeah. He's never been to Jonathan's house. All he knows is he lives down the street. But we see the hobo looking at a street sign. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he <laughs> he has... just, just laser focuses <laughs> in. Right. Um, so. he, he goes up to John's door and like shoots the, the tape through the mail it slot blasts through there i don't know <laughs> there's no way that's definitely somebody just pushing it through yeah yeah because yeah there's no way the hobo did that um <laughs> also there's snow on the ground did you notice yeah it's like spring snow so, like it's yeah. like late april snow it's very yeah. i don't know i just thought it was kind of cool really yeah um it's now nighttime it is all of a sudden it's dark we're at henshaw's office shelly opens the scene with saying Two beautiful women under uh-huh. your spell. Doesn't your conscience ever bother you? And Henshaw just goes, nope. Doesn't your conscience bother you? No. Gross. So gross. So <laughs> meanwhile, back at Heather's, yep. she can't find her tape. Nope. It's gone. Ah. So she tries to call. Can't call. Nope. Okay. That's where she is. Yep. At the office. Hobo shows up. He does. Somehow he gets into the building. Somebody opened it. Up all those stairs. (laughs) Yeah. Because you know Henshaw's not on the first floor. Oh, absolutely not. Well, we saw him creeping on them at the beginning. Right. He's He's definitely on at least the sixth or seventh. At least, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Shelly's there with her little dog, who she calls Tiger. Yes. Anyways. Very cute little dog. Tiger realizes Hobo's outside the door. They sense each other. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs) Tiger goes to the it's door and starts scratching. Yeah, that's right, fellow supers. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna yeah, put him to the test the in a failure. second. Um, so Henshaw and Shelly are like, uh, "Are you expecting somebody?" Yeah. No, I wasn't. Let's go check. They open the door, and then we get Tiger <laughs> running down the hall, and we get what I call hobo cam. Yes. So it's actually like doggo cam. Yeah. Because it's like supposed to be what Tiger's seeing. Yes, yeah, his point of view. So the camera is like a foot and a half off the ground, like yeah. trotting down the hallway. And it does this weird, like... Turns the corner. Turns the corner, and there's Hobo, like, gigantic Hobo. Towering over Tiger. (laughs) (laughs) And so Tiger starts, like, and, like, runs away. Bolts away. (laughs) Henshaw and Shelly chase him down. Yeah. Um, And I want to, like, 
when I was like, is the hobo that scary? <laughs> like to a little <laughs> dog? dog? Like, yeah. And I'm like, hobo's got to have some kind of superpower. Oh, he absolutely which, does. So I know in, I did some research because I like, I was pretty sure in Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> there's, okay. there's a, a thing you can do if you're like strong enough called disturbing presence in okay. which you can like, you basically can just intimidate somebody into going wow. insane temporarily. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Hobo has disturbing presence. He absolutely has that. Yeah. The way people react when he is uh, just facing them is insane. But I think this is important yeah. because it's going to come up again in a second. Yes, it will. <laughs> so Doggo runs away. Tiger's gone. Yeah. They chase him down. Leave um, their do- office door wide open. Wide open. Also, Tiger makes the same yelping noise that the hobo does when he's on the <laughs> Ferris wheel. <laughs> it's just a canned dog just, sound. Yeah. All dogs sound the same. Of course. Yeah. Big dog, little dog. Yeah. Same. Anyways, hobo goes into the office he's, and grabs Dr. Henshaw's like wooden name. His like um thing. I was listening to a podcast once and they were talking about these things and the guy couldn't remember what it was called. So he called it a name Toblerone. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> so anytime I think of them, I think name Toblerone. <laughs> Tobl- well, it's like a little pyramid. It is. It's like a little triangle yeah. with a name on it. His name on it. <laughs> name Toblerone. So he jumps up on the desk, he grabs it. But wouldn't you know it, Dr. Henshaw returns. Yeah. Failure number three. Hobo. Again, I don't... What was he going to do with it? I think he was going to take it to Heather's, but she's too dumb to figure that out. Yeah, she'd be like, oh, you were at his office? Like, I'll go return this. Yeah, she would call him if she (laughs) could and be like, my dog just brought your name thing. And he'd be like, oh, yes, he was just here. Um, How's the tape going? Yeah, good, (laughs) great. See you tomorrow. Like, (laughs) I don't understand what he's doing with it. No idea. Anyways, Henshaw catches him. He uh, takes the tag away from the hobo, even though the hobo's growling. Yes. So this is, I think, where that like, what do I call it? Disturbing presence. presence. I think it's, I think you can only use it once. <laughs> yeah, it's every so hour, so many hours. <laughs> yeah. Typical D and D fashion. <laughs> right. You can only do it so <laughs> much. <laughs> so, anyways, Henshaw like locks it up. The phone rings. Mm-hmm. It's Heather calling from a pay phone. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "I lost my tape," and he's like, "Don't worry, I'll just." Bring you a new one. Yep. Um, so Henshaw's like, I'll drop one off on my way home. And they lock the hobo in the office overnight. <laughs> yeah, gets locked in again. So hobo stealing the tape did nothing. Nope. Hobo stealing the scarf did nothing. Nope. Hobo attempting to take the Toblerone. <laughs> Name Toblerone, yeah. Did nothing. <laughs> nope. And now he's locked in an office. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's Good. not doing well this episode. He's, no, really, really not. <laughs> We go to the next day. Yeah, he didn't even get out at night. No. We've seen him break out of things, like, a lot. Yeah. Not this office. Nope. He didn't even go through the window. <laughs> it's store window. Yeah. <laughs> well, the door window. Did the door have a window? No. No, I think okay. it was pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> um, a cleaning lady shows up. <laughs> she does. She's got a little cart. Yeah. Hobo hears her and buzzes her from Dr. Henshaw's <laughs> office. Yep. She opens the door, yep. and Hobo runs out with a headshot of Shelly in his mouth. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the lady <laughs> I love the cleaning him, lady. crosses herself. <laughs> yeah, she knows what's up. Disturbing presence. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, she knows. He's got like an aura. <laughs> yeah. She can sense it, and she's like, that is the devil right <laughs> that there. Is, that's great. <laughs> that's a hellhound. <laughs> yeah. Immediately quits. Yeah, she gets down and prays. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> I would not work in a building. I'm not paid for this. No. Um, 
Hobo runs down the street. Yep. He makes it to Jonathan's house. Yeah. Jonathan has a car showing up to pick him up because mm-hmm. John don't drive. <laughs> He's too good for that. <laughs> uh, Hobo gives John the headshot. Yep. Um, and John's like, Weird. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. um, Jonathan also h- picks up the tape. It was in yes. his mail. So he's got the tape in his pocket. Because he hasn't walked by his front door in hours. Yes, that's right. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> no. um, Hobo jumps in the car and John's like, well, you, you mind okay. if I come along? <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right. That's kind of funny. I enjoyed that. So <laughs> meanwhile, back at the office, yeah. Henshaw shows up. He looks for the hobo. He looks like around and then he like takes his chair and looks under the desk. <laughs> and I guarantee there's a giant pile of dog poop under there. <laughs> Absolutely. You locked the a 90 pound German shepherd in your office yeah. from like 10 p.m. <laughs> until like 7 a.m. Yeah. the next morning. Yeah. He just pooped on your carpet. <laughs> and he has no reason to be nice to you. So. Absolutely none. <laughs> You'd be lucky if that's the only place he pooped. Exactly. Knowing the hobo, he probably pooped in <laughs> seven over. different places. All over. He saved it. <laughs> yeah. It was a conscious decision. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's hitting them well he's very well <laughs> oh. um we're to the mo- we're going to the back to the mall back to the mall we're going to the shoot the busiest place in town apparently according to the photographer what does he know there's no one where no yeah, one not a at. single person there <laughs> okay um hobo and jonathan show up shelly and heather are like getting their makeup done getting they're just ready. bantering away yeah doing their thing um Heather goes up for photos first mm-hmm. and immediately starts blacking out yeah. again. The sound goes and she's like, blah. Right. Shelly has spotted Hobo. Uh, John like gives her her own headshot. And he's like, yeah, he had this. So she's like, oh, damn. He got out somehow. <laughs> yeah. He knows everything. Again, what does the headshot do? Exactly. No one's picking up on it. They're Nobody. just like, this dog is weird. <laughs> yeah. It's just a series of failures. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, boy, they're just too dumb for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Shelly calls Henshaw and is like, the dog's here. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, relax. Don't worry about it. I'll be there in five minutes. Dogs can't talk. <laughs> yeah. They can't. I mean, he's right. <laughs> yeah. He's totally right. Yeah. He's like, just a just little overconfident. Yeah. Like- so Heather starts blacking out. Yeah. Hobo goes into the other room. Uh, he grabs the tape, I should say, yeah, yes. out of Jonathan's pocket, goes into the other room, finds like the stereo system controlling the music over the mall. I guess so, and, yeah. Like, p- which is on a tape cassette? It, yep, apparently. <laughs> okay. And he pops it open. So the music cuts off. Yeah. Richard, Richard can't, can't work without music. Can't work in a vacuum. <laughs> no. Right? So he yells at his assistant to go put some music on. Yeah. Uh, Heather kind of recovers a little bit. Yeah. You know, she's doing her thing. The assistant just like runs back, grabs the tape, the closest tape, and throws I it say, in. I she doesn't even just restart the tape that was in there. No. Like, <laughs> she puts another one in. Yeah. And there is like another one off to the side. Yeah. And I want to know what's on that tape. Right? Because like, if it was in my world, it'd be like, Dead Babies by Alice Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Heather just starts jamming out. There's <laughs> just like everyone's like, this is not appropriate. <laughs> she this can't hear the shutter the sound, so she's yeah, good. Like, yeah, that's right. They just crank it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're they throwing like it. the loudest stuff they could find. Yeah. It's like an ACDC in there. Just pop her in. <laughs> yeah. Your hearing doesn't matter. I feel like Richard would actually like ACDC. Oh, he seems like the type, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best music ever made, man. <laughs> um, Henshaw starts to play over the loudspeakers yeah. because it's the tape that he made for yeah. Heather. And Shelly, like, is sitting there with, a, like, a <laughs> cocktail in her hand? Yeah, no. It's, like, 9 in the morning. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. She's, like, she's looking spooked. Yeah. John is, like, what? Yeah, so he's he so confused. goes back to the tape machine, mm-hmm. starts looking around. 
John leans over it and just cranks it. Oh, I <laughs> know. Like, just like, blasts it. <laughs> he's like, maybe there's a real good DMX mix on here. He just turns it way up. Henshaw shows up. Yes. He realizes he can hear himself over the speakers. He's like, ah, damn. To his credit, does not immediately flee. No, he doesn't. He's like, I'm going to fix this. Um, too confident. He tries. Yeah. He runs to the back. John's like, hey, this is you. Yeah. Henshaw's like, give me that tape. <laughs> yeah. John's like, no. So Henshaw sucker punches John. Yeah. He goes flying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steals the tape. It starts running. Yeah. Um, Not his best option at the time, but sure. But. Okay. He panicked. Desperation moves. He panicked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what I mean, was he going to do? Hypnotize John? <laughs> oh, he could just he could like, try. It yeah. only takes him five seconds. That's true. <laughs> um, so uh, Henshaw starts running. John kind of staggers out and is like, hey, Richard, come help me. And Richard's <laughs> like, what? And he's like, get going. <laughs> yeah. So they start chasing down Henshaw. Hobo's already on it, though. Yeah, Hobo's way ahead of them. He's chased Henshaw to, like, a mall pond. Yeah, oh, he has one of those atrium ponds yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that has a display case next to it. <laughs> and they kind of play, like, cat and mouse this... around the display case. Inside the display case, did you see what's in there? Oh, I wasn't really paying attention. It's no. a giant pod oh. and then a statue with a baby face on it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's the most... <laughs> oh, like, that's disturbing. Okay, yeah, I don't like that. Does anybody Wait. want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, let's just dive into that for a second. <laughs> Um, the hobo the ADR hobo growls come in he growls a bit Mm -hmm. Henshaw's super spooked so spooked this is that what did I say disturbing Disturbing presence presence. (laughs) Mm -hmm. falls into the pond yeah just bails into it yeah (laughs) Um, Richard and Jonathan show up they fish him out and they're like you're gonna do one more thing before the cops take you away fade out fade Mm -hmm. in Dr. Henshaw is unhypnotizing I guess Heather? he's like rehypnotizing her, but so that she doesn't do the thing she was doing. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, he fixes her. Yeah, he basically she can take photos good. now. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't do it willingly, you can tell. Yes. The way he's talking. Yeah, because he's like, and then when I count back from three, you'll wake up. One, two, three. Jeez. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um the police are there. They yeah. take Henshaw away, but he's like, wait a second. What about her? It was her idea. <laughs> and Shelly's like, thanks a lot. As opposed to being like, I don't know this man. Or yeah. like, you know. Denying it. <laughs> yeah. He hypnotized me too. But right? what about a good excuse? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, cops take them both away. Yeah. They're gone. Get mm-hmm. out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, John takes Heather aside, who is surprisingly like, fine. Well, I guess ignorance is bliss. Like, <laughs> and he's I like. Know. I did. I don't want to jump the gun, but it sounds to me like you've probably got the mystique contract. Considering the other person's in jail. Yeah, you're the only person left. <laughs> so it's all yours. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hobo is like, all right. Yeah. My job's done. I did almost nothing. <laughs> no, I. I, I tried to help you, idiot. A tape but... <laughs> out of the cassette tech, <laughs> yeah. and I put a different tape there. So that the person had a one in three chance <laughs> of putting that tape in the right. deck. I would have kept doing it until she did it. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? The assistant would have let him. Yeah, totally. Because she's probably just as dumb as everyone else. Yep. <laughs> uh, Hobo leaves. So Heather's like, oh no. Yeah. I was just, I love his company. I'm so going to be much. lonely. Yeah. This is John's Smooth, chance. Smooth John. Smooth John. He's like, well, in that case, can I take you for dinner tomorrow night? And Heather's response is, if we have something to celebrate, yep. 
that's not a healthy relationship, folks. Not not at all. You can nope. say you can say what you want about John. Yeah. Swoop it in. Yeah. Maybe a little like a little soon predatorial, after she was, you know, a little too much. Traumatic. But she's <laughs> like, we're only going to dinner if I get the contract. contract. Yep. I guess it's a symbiotic relationship. It's gross, it's and I don't disgusting. like it. No, especially because as soon as they turn to leave, John grabs her by the waist. Yes, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> immediately. Yep. It's like, oh, I don't like this. Yes. I don't like this at all. <laughs> and that's how the episode closes. That is, yep. John and Heather walking off. Yeah. Nope. Yep. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. I, this, I, I'm going to be honest, this is probably one of the more frustrating episodes. It is, yeah. Just because... Like I said, I don't, like, the hobo usually has, like, he's privy to information that other people aren't because he's a dog. Yeah. He gets, like, um, underestimated because he's a dog. Yeah. Right? And it's unique to, like, I mean, we're watching this show, so it's (laughs) unique to watch a dog, like, do these things. There is nothing that he did in this episode that somebody else couldn't have done. Yeah. Or that shouldn't have been very obvious very quickly to anyone paying attention. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like the tape cassette, Jonathan, like Hobo delivers the tape cassette. But I like even knowing hypnotism, mm-hmm. so let's say where this is going to work in the real world. Because yeah. I mean, hypothetically, I think that what Dr. Henshaw does with like the camera shutter could be done with yeah. hypnotism. Yeah. Maybe not to the level of like blacking out, no. but it could make her uneasy. Yeah. Or like freeze. Yeah. Yeah. So that it could, you know, ruin yeah. her career. Mm-hmm. You know, but hypnotism takes time. And Hobo stops that tape twice. Hypnotism is all built on following the sound of somebody's voice, getting yeah. into like a trance-like. It's Repetitive. guided meditation, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So him stopping that tape twice, if she had, even the first time he stopped the tape, she should not have gone into that hypnotic trance, at which point she should have heard what him saying, he put it on a tape. <laughs> right. Like, Evidence. He is a moron. Evidence. It is. Right it's there. hard evidence. He has more than one. <laughs> He's got like a whole desk of them. He's going to make more. <laughs> yeah. The, this shouldn't happen. No. It, yeah. And Richard it's, or Jonathan should immediately, when she starts phasing out, be like, no, this isn't right. Like, yeah. she's got to be an experienced model. Yep. She's, I don't know. The whole, the whole episode frustrates <sighs> the heck out of me. I just, I. Yeah. Like, I know the last episode was not very good, but I think this episode is just as bad, but just for different reasons. I agree with that, yes. It's it's just lazy, and it just seems like... I don't no understand. thought was put into it. No. Yeah. I, yeah, it's not good. Cool. Not good. Anyways. All right. Hobo harm. I said zero. Zero. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hobo fight. Uh, I said Shelly uh, versus the Orange is the New Black crew. Oh. Because she's going to go to jail. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, I have never seen Orange is the New Black. I've seen the whole first season. Oh, well, there you go. You know more about it than I do. But I do know it's a female prison. Yeah. Uh, and I know that a lot of them are very rough and yes. tough. Yeah. Obviously, being in female prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also look like models. So. Yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but it has Captain Janeway from it Star does. Trek Voyager I in it. I do love. <laughs> she's the Russian. <laughs> she's a lot of fun. She's the, like, the I've heard chef. she's, like, the best part about she it. She is actually the best part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I'd like to see Shelly okay. integrating herself into the Orange is the New Black crew. Perfect. Yeah, you? I have Richard versus Chandler Bing versus Austin Powers in the shoot-off. <laughs> Give them all cameras. <laughs> see what happens. Mexican standoff with cameras. <laughs> with cameras. They're all looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. The Morricone themes playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. 
That's amazing. That would be good. That would be really good. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Are you ready for the very last episode I'm of so season ready. two? Yes. It is called The Trail of No Return. It's quite a name. Uh, <laughs> Synopsis reads, Hobo turns health inspector when botulism is discovered at a campground. This might be the greatest description of an episode ever. So far. It's so good. Uh, we'll see if the episode itself is good. Absolutely. Okay, it's got to be better than this. It has to be, yes. All right. Okay. Well, until we meet again, fellow hobos, hop on that train. We'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. And I've been Katie. Take care. Bye. Bye.